Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we have the privilege of speaking with Dr. Beverly Daniel Tatum, president of Spelman College, and our distinguished guest at the upcoming HGSE Alumni of Color Conference on March 1st. Welcome, Dr. Tatum, to the EdCast. Thank you so much, Matt. I look forward to our conversation. Uh, Dr. Tatum, first question before we even get into anything about your research, you're down in Atlanta right now. I want to know how much snow shoveling have you done this month? (laughs) Well, there's been lots of opportunity for snow shoveling, I have to say, but I don't have a snow shovel. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, well, we hope you guys are... Just wait for it to melt. I I wish we could promise you no snow and warm weather March 1st, but I, I cannot do that. Not to worry. So your conversation that you'll be facilitating on March 1st at the AOCC will sort of look at re-examining Dr. King's Dream for America and, and sort of the role of schools that they play in that. And, and I guess our first question is, what is this dream now compared to what it was? Has it changed much? And what is your perspective on it? Well, the dream of being able to, you know, uh, judge people by the content of their character and have opportunity, if we think about that big dream speech that we refer to, that I have a dream speech, we have to recognize that that dream uh, march was focused on economic opportunity as much as it was eliminating racism and discrimination. And when we think about the need for economic opportunity, that still exists. We certainly know that education, for example, is um, a very important doorway for upward mobility, but for so many people, having the resources to get through that doorway is just an illusion. So let's talk about the role of of schools and education in sort of reaching uh, sort of economic uh, opportunity. Uh, Schools do a lot of things really well, and schools uh, in America aren't doing some some great things in terms of closing the sort of achievement gap. Let's let's first focus on on the good. Where have you seen schools helping and promoting across the country this this economic opportunity achievement? Well, there certainly are schools across the country, whether you're talking about K through 12 or higher education that are doing an excellent job of educating their students and creating pathways of opportunity. There's no question that that is true. You can find schools in every district that are performing at a high level. But we also know that the vast majority of schools are not doing that. And so whether those, again, most of my references here would be to public education, um, because of course that's the education that we all have access to. But when we think about public education, we do know that there are many, way too many schools that are failing young people and that are um, not opening the doors of opportunity that they need. Now that we see that there there is a problem and a challenge in public education, let's specifically focus on you know K to 12. What is it that we can do collectively as a as a community, as a community of thought leaders, of educators, to to close this gap and to to improve the state of quality education so that that dream can be realized? Well, one of the things I think is very, very important and increasingly recognized as critical, and that's the importance of access to high-quality early childhood education. So we know that, you know, children start learning from birth and that if they're in environments where they have the opportunity to explore and hear language and uh, be read to and uh, develop the vocabulary that one needs to be successful in school prior to getting to school, that's a huge advantage. So many, many people, including President Obama, are talking about the importance of high-quality 
early education, early childhood education, and I think that is a very important investment that we are needing to pay more attention to as a nation. It's always hard to sort of gauge whether a dream is realized or fully realized or partially realized and sort of going back to Dr. King's dream. I mean, at this point in the game, how would you say things are going? And then where is it that we need to improve aside from early childhood to to get the dream more fully realized? I think for me, the number one uh, priority relative to my experience working with teachers in schools is raising the level of expectations for all children. Even, as I said, the importance of early childhood education helps to close that gap when kids can come to school already ready to learn and on target to read by third grade. Those children who are not exposed to those things still have an opportunity to catch up if they're in an environment where people have high expectations and create a rich learning environment in which they are supported. We do know that there are lots of circumstances that interfere with a kid's ability to perform well in school. A child who comes to school hungry can't focus. A child who hasn't had a good night's sleep is going to be distracted or tired and groggy. You know, there's so many things about the home environment that influence a child's readiness. But recognizing even those problems, a school that's prepared to wrap its arms around a kid and really give them everything that he or she needs can see kids succeed. I think it's also important to reference the role of higher education in helping promote the betterment of primary and, and secondary education. And, and I'm curious if you want to share any, any best practices or successes that Spelman College is doing to sort of to help promote high-quality child, child education uh, from the sort of college perspective, not just in research, but in terms of initiatives and goals. Well, we have a teacher preparation program at Spelman, and we are very proud of the work that our students do. We think that it's important, of course, to lift up the um, nobility of teaching. You know, I think we live in a time when people uh, look at the profession of teaching as something that is perhaps less desirable because it's not well compensated or because it is, you know, not as high status as it perhaps once was in our society. But I really appreciate those students who have a passion for wanting to change the world and change that world through working with young people. And those students who choose teaching as a profession um, really are committed to that, and we want to support them in that preparation with uh, understanding their role as leaders. The teacher as leader model is an an important way of thinking about um, education in the classroom, and that's the approach we take at Spelman. And I think on March 1st from 9 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Saturday morning at Ask With Forum in Longfellow Hall, um, you're going to be there, and there's going to be a lot of teachers there. There will be a lot of people interested in education. And I'm curious, for those who are interested in attending, this isn't a talk by you. You're facilitating a conversation, which is a fairly unique format here at the Ed School for these Ask With Forums. And I'm curious, how do you go about facilitating facilitating a, a conversation with a large group, and then where do you even begin this conversation? Well, I'm very excited about this opportunity to come and be with you all in Cambridge and have a conversation. I have experienced at Spelman um, the fact that it's often a lot more interesting when you have somebody whose work you admire or whose um, experience is of interest to have a conversation with them as opposed to a formal lecture. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity to have a conversation with the uh, folks who are going to come. And it will, the conversation will be facilitated, not by me, but actually somebody at the ed school. I'm going to be the interviewee, so to speak. But I look forward to being part of that conversation, and I know people bring their questions, and 
are ready to share their own experiences. It'll be a very enriching experience for all of us. Dr. Beverly Tatum, uh, distinguished visitor of, of our school in just a few weeks. We really look forward to your visit. We thank you for everything that you're doing uh, in the field of education and improving it. And uh, we can't, can't wait to meet you. Well, thank you very much, Matt. I appreciate this opportunity to talk with you. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.